City. It's your man, Big Pat, the voice of your Charlotte Hornets. And you're listening to the All Hornets Podcast Network, presented by Sports Illustrated. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome back to our Greensboro Swarm All Hornets Get to Know the Swarm podcast uh, episodes here. Desmond Johnson here with you here at the field house, the, the Novant Health Field House here in Greensboro, North Carolina. And with me, now, correct me, I asked you five times before we started this, your, your official position, uh, Director of Communications and CSR, correct? Manager. Manager of Communications and CSR, Kayla Lewis with us today. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I'm sure some of the other players by now, well, maybe they have, maybe they haven't, because each time I ask them, I'm like, have you asked any of the players about what this is? And they're like, no, they haven't volunteered either, so I have no idea what it's, what's going on. But you've been in and out while I've been doing the players. So you have a little bit of an idea of what this series is, correct? Correct. Okay. So basically, we're not going to uh, spend 15 or 20 minutes talking about what you do day to day for the, the team or anything of that sort. What we want to do is kind of get to know the players, the coaching staff, and the front office a little bit better. Um, so the community can kind of get to know you guys uh, going forward. Um, so I've got a list of questions. They're random. Uh, they're all over the place. And I actually have thought a couple more while I'm sitting here doing it. They're a little bit more relevant to today. And I actually know the very first one I'm going to start you off with. So are you ready? I think so. Okay. Now, the first one I usually start off with with uh, the players is very uh, critical and crucial to my heart. Are you, when it comes to wings, are you team flats or team drums? Team drums. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're the only one. (laughs) What is, I don't know what it is with the, uh, the Team Flats folks, they're, they're kind of arrogant to me. <laughs> um, okay, so I kind of have a nerdy reason for my answer. Okay. I am a former Braces kid. Me too. Um, so I am, you know, part of me is still scared to bite into a flat because um, oh. I'm scared of the consequences of popping a bracket. Yes. Like, I don't think we fully ever get over that. That's, that's <laughs> true. I don't really, uh, I don't chew a lot of gum. I don't eat a lot of chocolate. Um things that could get stuck in your teeth like and you wouldn't be aware of it so you're walking around you got like chocolate in your braces or whatever so i would just avoid it completely i never thought of it that way maybe that's why i eat drums too um but the other like it feels like team drums you'll eat you'll eat flats if they're there like you're not like totally against them but the team flats folks like they're like 
no, they'll throw the drums away. Right, and you're getting <laughs> charged extra in restaurants yeah. for all flats. <laughs> it's nuts. So I, I don't understand it. Um, so maybe it's also an economic thing. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> now, since we're on that food tip, and it's always right around lunchtime when I come over here to do this, and it makes me have to leave and go to Yum Yums or someplace close by to eat. <laughs> what's uh, Since you've been here in Greensboro, what's been your favorite restaurant to eat at? Um, there is a place off of Chapman, which is literally up the road, called 913 Whiskey. Hmm. That is, I feel like it's like gastropub meets soul food, like meat hipster-ish really? type place. But it's only open for dinner and brunch. Oh, okay. Because I, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to head over that way and see what was going on. Um, what was So you said kind of like soul food? Yeah, but like... Just, like, think of a hipster and, like, your favorite aunt growing up had a, like, love child. That's the kind of the Ooh, I'm going to check that out. That sounds food. That sounds interesting. <laughs> um, I have one. It's not written down, but I thought of it on the drive over here based off of my, my viewing habits the past two nights. Are you Chris Rock or Will Smith? Um, after watching the live special on Saturday, I, did too. <laughs> I feel like I am leaning toward, more toward Will, slapping all. Okay, I, I, okay, <laughs> you're making me feel better because I've been grappling with this since I watched it on Saturday too. And actually, you know what? I, I want to gripe at Netflix because I know they're trying new live stuff. We, me and my wife came in late, so we couldn't watch it correctly because it wouldn't let you fast forward or rewind. It's the most frustrating thing in the world to try to watch an hour comedy special when there's like a 30-minute pre-show and a 30-minute after-show, and you can't fast-forward. So uh, we finally got into the show, and I paused it to go to the bathroom and then realized that we couldn't start again, so we had to wait. and So we didn't finish it until Sunday night. Um, have you watched the Marlon Wayans special? I haven't watched his yet. He dropped it the same night uh, that Chris did his on Netflix, and his entire set is about uh the whole situation like the whole and how it's his fault that marlon wayans is responsible for what happened but it's like an hour-long set it's hilarious like we watched it last night and i'm with you i think i'm kind of on i i don't know there's a side to pick i feel like chris just kind of has dragged this out too long now he probably should have did this six months ago and moved on but yeah, and I I mean, I was talking to you, a couple of people, and they're like, we didn't even know this this was coming out. We didn't know that it was live. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I thought, like, everybody knew he, like, announces a couple of days after the whole incident ha- yep. happened. <laughs> and I'm like, it was perfect timing. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. It, we'll, we'll see the fallout, from if there's any fallout at all. I think, if anything, it's made me realize that Will Smith is too big to cancel. Like, I think it, if you can slap a man <laughs> on the stage at the Oscars – and not really get affected by it publicly the, in the world we live in today where, you know, cancer culture and anything gets you kind of put to the side. It feels like Will's emerging from it just fine. Actually, both of them, I guess, are kind of emerging from it just fine. So I mean, if we can continue to replay that him crying in the empty living room scene... <laughs> Like I can't even. I don't even know if I was alive when that scene came out. But the Bel Air uh, thing. <laughs> yeah, and the fact that we have got a Bel Air like remix show going on now. That's that, have you been watching that? Um, no, because I don't want to pay for another platform. Oh, Peacock <laughs> is the best. Like, I, Peacock is probably the most slept-on, paid uh, streaming <laughs> channel there is. It's like five dollars a month, but. It's like all the NBC content and stuff. And uh, actually, that was going to be my next question to you. What's your current favorite TV show? Um, I feel like Wednesday on Netflix is up there. I watched that 
way too quickly. <laughs> um, so that is up there. Um, and so my mom and my boyfriend are kind of like worried about me. I've been watching a lot of like serial killer. You, my <laughs> wife does the same thing. I, things. <laughs> so I just finished watching the Murdoch. I was about to ask you if you were on that Murdoch stuff. Yep. Um, <laughs> and like it came up on a Hulu, the 2020 special. And my boyfriend was like, absolutely not. <laughs> we are not watching that. And I was like. What's the appeal of that? Because I ask my wife that all the time. She's always watching like. Um, What's it called? Uh, it's the it's the show where it's it's always tracking the women that are like you said they're, they're stalking their husbands Lifetime, or whatever. Yeah, all that Hallmark. stuff. <laughs> like all, it's like a whole brand now of all this stuff. I never understood the uh, the appeal, but let me let me take you back here a little bit. Um, Kayla Lewis here with us from the Greensboro Swarm front office. Who was your childhood television crush? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, Shannon Tatum. Okay. <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> Cut and dry, right there to the point. Um, after the, do you do you travel with the swarm a lot? I do not. Okay, but you have to be in com- direct communication with them, and you're you're basically in charge of having to uh, put out the info before game, during game, post game, the social media aspect of it. I know you work uh-huh. in tandem with others here. Yeah, so I actually work in tandem with our director of marketing um, as far as social things. Um, are concerned so you know keeping track of big stat milestones um and making sure you know i coordinate up with her on you know hey we might need to keep a close eye on this so she's more in charge of the social posts but as far as like releases and making sure our guys are on different interviews and things like that that all falls under my wheelhouse who who's the funniest player on the swarm roster currently to you um silently funny is xavier sneed okay okay quiet so you really have to be listening but is he, <laughs> he is hilarious but if you want, just like flat out, don't really have to be paying too much attention, I would say Kobe Simmons. Okay. Okay. And we've had Kobe in here. So, <laughs> I, yeah, I could definitely agree with that. Um, <laughs> it seems like a lot of them, because we've had now uh, four four or five players and Coach Camp in here. And uh, it feels like the group is a pretty uh, loose group. They feel, I mean, they're all like between like ages you know 19 to 23 probably i would think yeah actually bryce just turned 20 so we no oh, longer hey, no have 19 any, year olds we hey have no, we have no teenagers <laughs> anymore what's that like being around them uh like these guys just got out of college or were only in college for like a year or two so they're still like you know young adults what's it like being around this group like all the time because i'm sure there's a lot of clowning around and 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 playing just you know what you do when you're 19 20 21 years old what's it like for you dealing with that every day um so i tell people it's like dealing with 15 little brothers (laughs) when i'm around them all of the time um which is it's enjoyable some days um and i always joke with people my mom came has come down for one game and planning on coming down for a couple more and i always tell them i'm like you all seem like you're on your best behavior when we have guests um <laughs> and my mom that came for our new year's eve game and she was standing behind me while they were doing autographs and uh Co- kobe funny enough actually said something smart per usual i'm um, like that's just our relationship um 
and I was like, you know, the lady behind me is my mom, right? Uh, right. And he go like moved me out the way and was like, sorry. And I was like, we're just gonna behave today because my mom is here. Like maybe I just need to have her around all the time. I could see the dynamic because even when you were coming in and out when I was interviewing the the players earlier. It felt like it's like a, a big sister, a little brother type dynamic with all of them. Uh, and you feel it feels like you're very protective of all of them, too, making sure they're where they're supposed to be and everything else. So and I know they appreciate that uh, as well. What's a what's a movie from your childhood that you wish they would remake today? Because they're remaking everything. So if you could if you could pick one of your favorite movies from when you were a kid to remake today, what would it be? Um. I would definitely say not the Rugrats. I'm not. I'm not a fan of this reanimation of the Rugrats. So they can keep those and leave yeah. those. Um, <laughs> I want, and I also want them to stop with Toy Story. Like, oh like god, I think another one's coming out. Yeah, I think they're making another one. Um, <laughs> Were they on like four, five? Yeah, no, five? yeah. There, another one's coming out. I thought I just saw that. So, um, mm. so I don't know. I feel like all of the like high disney pixar movies they've already like redone or they just keep coming out with them but if i had to pick a movie i would say um give me in like a you know live action yeah i would love to see a live action rugrats actually i take that back oh live action yeah. they haven't done that before so i don't think nickelodeon's done any we've gotten a lot of disney movies kind of like a um like a Rugrats, but like look who's talking kind of type thing, yeah. like where the babies are talking. Like I could actually, we might be able to make some money. We'll, we'll talk about that after this <laughs> over. That might be an idea we stumbled on. Um, who's your favorite athlete of all time? Of all time, um, I will have to say Kobe, just because I think that is the first athlete that I can say like I picked on my own to kind of have as a favorite um and i was catching mj toward the end like the actual end mm -hmm. of his career yeah, not, yeah. The, not the break <laughs> <laughs> like that that washington wizards mm -hmm. 2000 2003 era where a lot of people forget he was actually playing still pretty well at 38 39 40 or whatever uh i think he played a full season with the wizards 82 games which nobody does anymore nobody plays 82 <laughs> games anymore uh in the league uh surf or turf would you prefer a steak dinner or seafood um i actually don't eat a lot of red meat so i will go with seafood okay okay i, I need to be more like you I'm, try <laughs> I'm trying to cut it back i'm trying to cut it back um what was the first concert you ever went to uh it was a alicia keys tamia missy elliott mm. and Beyonce. Wow. Beyonce. Okay. So. <laughs> this had to be like, when was this? Because I'm <laughs> trying to, <laughs> the, boy, the, early, the names you just said. Early 2000s. Okay. Like, probably 02 or 03 -ish. So like the beginning of Beyonce's solo career? Yeah. Okay. Cause it, so it was before she was Beyonce. Like be she before, coming out of Destiny's Child. Yeah. Beyonce. Before the Beehive was like yeah. aggressive. You, you said who else? You said Alicia Keys. So Alicia Keys would have probably been, she was probably the headliner of that, I think, right? Uh, or Missy. Beyonce actually was the headliner. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, Missy too? Yeah. That's pretty good um i don't know if they do it anymore here but um when i was younger the local uh radio station 102 jams uh would always do summer jam and it would be 10 acts for 10 dollars, basically so uh and this is like mid 90s going into i think it stopped 
not too long ago, but it got to the point where it wasn't 10 acts for $10. It would be like, you know, four or five acts. And it would always be like they'd have Drew Hill on the bill and they would never show up. <laughs> they booked Drew Hill like three years in a row. We'd get, we'd come in on the on the uh, the front of the Coliseum doors and we'd come in and be like, Drew Hill will not be performing tonight. And it became like a running joke that uh, they would put him on and they would never show up. But So Lauren Hill before Lauren Hill. Kind of, yeah. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. The, one, the last one I remember going to, Bone Thugs was the headliner. I think this was 97. Bone was the headliner. It was like Little Kim, Junior Mafia, Outkast, uh, Lost Boys, um, Akinelli. Remember him? Um, what else was it? The Locks showed up there randomly. Like it was just so, and it was ten dollars, <laughs> and we paid ten dollars to get in for this, and we had a ball. And they don't really uh, do those kind of concerts anymore. But you have to give up your rent, like one month rent. Yeah, half <laughs> of your firstborn child. Yeah. The prices for. Uh, the upcoming was it Beyonce going on tour? Yep, the people, Renaissance tour. The people are talking about it's like rent and a half, and uh, <laughs> they're already planning it out. We're going to skip rent this month, so we go see Beyonce. Yeah, no, I like having some Beyonce. I like having somewhere to live. Yeah, um, <laughs> so I will just be clicking through people's Instagram. Yeah, stories. everybody's gonna have it up on Instagram anyway, <laughs> so we'll just watch it from there. Uh, Kayla Lewis from the front office of the of the Greensboro Swarm here with us on our Get to Know Swarm series. Um, are you? Did you play video games when you were younger? Um, very rarely, and then my little brother started learning how to play, so the consoles were no longer mine. Oh, okay, because I was about to ask you which which one was the first one you had, but, uh... uh PS2. Okay, okay. I think that might have been one of the first ones for, uh... Well, once I got into college, we we actually camped out for PlayStation 2, uh, in front of Circuit City. Like, this is going to wait. I'm showing how old I am. Like, we literally slept in front of a Circuit City, thinking there was going to be a whole lot of people, it was, like, my four roommates and, like, two other guys, and that was it. <laughs> We're just sitting out there, like, at three in the morning during exam week so we can buy PlayStation 2s. It was weird. Um, now, you're not a player, but what's your, quote-unquote, pregame music to get you mentally ready for game day? Like, what do you listen to? Um, so, I actually do have a game day playlist. Yes. Um, <laughs> Well, let me pull it up because I okay. don't even know what is on there. I keep updating it. Um, so, of course, Dreams and Nightmares is on there. Okay, yeah. Um, Shout out to Meek Mill. House Party is on there. We've got a lot of Meek Mill on here. Mm. Um, <laughs> and um, I've got some Jay-Z on there. But okay. I would say, of course, you have to start with Dreams and Nightmares. Like you have That's kind of the, the, the one. Uh, Layla, it seems like that's the one that kind of builds, that gets people going. Um, now, if you could have one, staying on the music theme, if you could have one, what would your theme song be? Like if there was a, think of it like you're a WWE wrestler. Anytime you come walking down a hallway, your music starts playing and the crowd starts sharing. What's your theme music? Um, I feel like I have definitely been playing Beyonce's Renaissance like nonstop recently. Mm-hmm. Definitely have been working out to it. Um, I would say either Thick or Church Girl off of that. Okay, okay, I can feel that. Um, hmm, I'm trying to figure out which one I want to end this on. Um, actually, with their the NFL, it's it's a year round league. Like, it never stops. Like, right now, we're going through all this stuff with the quarterbacks and free agency and all this stuff. Who's your favorite NFL team? The Indianapolis Colts. Oh, okay. Okay. You guys got a decision to make. 
You got a decision coming up here. Uh, are they going for a quarterback, you think? Don't they need one? Look, I just want us to pick a quarterback that is <laughs> younger than me. Um, that would that would be great. Um, so anybody under the age of 30 would be amazing. What are we getting? Um, bonus question. What are we Panther fans getting in Frank Wright? Because you just had him there for four years. Didn't you work for the Colts organization for a little bit? I, I thought I you told me. Yeah, I was there the 2019-2020 season. So I was there through... Andrew Luck's surprise retirement so, okay. situation. So you were there when, when Wright got there. Yeah. Okay, so you've got intimate info in terms of Frank Wright the man. Like, are, are Panther fans going to be happy with Frank Wright as head coach in terms of what he brings? And we already know he lives here. He's lived here for like 20 years in the offseason and stuff. His family's here. But uh, what, what were your thoughts on Frank Wright meeting him and working with him? Yeah, so just seeing how he interacts with his play, well, both him and his wife, how they um, interact with their pl- with the players and the coaches and their families. I feel like you're getting a coach that's it's not just you know a talking head saying that how much he cares for his roster. Like it, it is very, very, very true and very real that he cares about his players. Um, I'd also say that you're gonna get somebody that really wants to do work and things in the community. So if you are working for their community outreach department you're going to get somebody that really cares and is looking forward to you know being out there and not just saying i want to be out there he's not um used car salesman like is he because that's what we just kind of got out of that's the relationship we just finished and we don't want (laughs) to we don't want (laughs) to you're not getting that at all you are getting when i say that this man is very community oriented you're getting a former past well he still preaches a little bit but you're getting a former pastor get a little preacher in him yeah oh. when i see him talking he's kind of got that vibe going um i like him mm-hmm. from what i've seen so far his whole thing I, I really like him i like the staff they've put together around him and uh we'll see what they can land in the draft um last question what was the first cd you ever bought um so i growing up i was a very big bow wow fan before he became weird um, <laughs> so he, that was my first cd <laughs> which one which bow wow cd like what you talking like his very first one or yeah, like beware of the dog I, oh wow i had all of them including the you know one he did with omarion and, and that's kind of where oh I was like, yeah they went like on them. tour for a little bit and then they, they started beefing i think in that tour or something yeah. to that effect uh, have you ever heard the Bow Wow origin story, like how he got discovered or whatever? I have not. I did not go that deep into the <laughs> rabbit hole. <laughs> so he, uh, Snoop Dogg actually discovered him on tour or something. And uh, if you listen to Doggy Style, Snoop's first album, the the skit with the little with the teachers going around to the kids and he's asking, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up or whatever? The last kid that says, you know, I want to be a you know, blah, 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 gangster or whatever, that's Bow Wow. Oh. Yeah, he's like four, <laughs> like in the skit, but that's him. And uh, he ended up signing with Jermaine Dupree and going on from there. But see, we've all learned something today. Uh, we all learned that Bow Wow is actually on the Doggy Style album. Uh, any last words, uh, Kayla, for any any friends, family, anybody out there listening? Well, if you have not made it out to a Swarm game yet, we do have four four or five more home games left this season. We'd love to have you guys out. I need to come out to one before it's said and done, too. Everything's been going on, <laughs> but I got to get out here for one. I might bring my uh, my youngest with me. And we'll talk and see if I can get something coordinated for that. But uh, Kayla Lewis here with us from the Greensboro Swarm. Uh, we'll be back 
next week with a brand new episode in our Get to Know the Greensboro Swarm series here on All Hornets SI.